Hello everybody. God bless you guys. God bless you guys. It is Nikki and Ken coming before you again today with Faith Healing Ministries. How are you guys? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are blessed to be able to come before you guys one more time. So we're just wanting to come and just spread the word and glorify our Heavenly Father together. Amen. One of the things, one of the great missions and vision for this ministry is to spread the good news of the gospel, to care about your soul and your salvation more than anything else, and to also just spread the good news of the healing and deliverance gospel of Jesus Christ. Guys, we're back before you again for a small teaching. Nothing grand, nothing over the top, just something that we want to pierce your soul and your spirit to bring forth transformation and change into your life. Because rest assured, hell is indeed real. We care about your soul Amen. and we're wanting you to receive salvation so that you and everyone that you spread the good news to will have Amen. a chance at eternal life. That's what we're here to do, to be servants of Christ, to be used as a vessel Amen. for the name of Jesus Christ, to lift up his name during this time, these end times, make his name great again. No matter the darkness that's on the earth, it gives way and opportunity for God's light to shine, arise and shine as it has already has begun and will continue to do until the time of his coming. And we also just want to make us raptured ready to prepare for the coming of Christ. Whether we believe it or not, he's coming. And we don't want to be caught off guard. We don't want to be caught by surprise because we can say that we were aware and we were ready for the coming of Jesus Christ. And that's what we want to do, guys. So we're coming again before you today with a small little teaching. We're going to let Mr. Kent have his way here, and he'll tell you what the teaching will be about. But before we do that, we just want to pray and invite God in the midst. We don't want to do anything flesh-led, but all spirit-led for him to receive the glory for this broadcast. So, Father, we welcome you in the midst, God. We pray and declare and decree that you take hold and take charge of our gates, of our mouth and our words, that you will come in, Father God, and submerge, Father, this message in your blood and in your fire, in the name of Jesus, and wrap it in your glory. Father, Lord God, that someone's heart may be pierced, God, to turn back to you, that repentance is made, Father, Lord God, that conversion, God, Father, Lord, becomes a thing, hallelujah, of immediate in Jesus' name. And Father, that they shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you, God, in the name of Jesus, that you will come in, Father, Lord God, and do a visitation, O oh God, even on this broadcast. Father Lord God, that you will visit your son and your daughter, knowing God that you have not forgotten about them, O oh God, that the purpose that you have for their life shall be made manifested, Father. So we just pray and give every ear to you, every soul to you, every heart to you tonight in Jesus' mighty name, Father, knowing that your will and your plan for their lives, Father Lord God, outweighs, God, Father, every lie, every scheme, and every doubt and disbelief of the enemy in Jesus name. Yes. So Father, come in Father and have your way as we submit God and commit to your spirit. And it is so God, we seal it under the blood and it is so in Jesus name. Amen. 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 We take pride, we take honor, and we humble ourselves anytime we get the opportunity to glorify our Father and praise his name. So, you know, that's just who we are. And as I 
reflect on the ministry and the calling of our life, you know, sometimes I often drift off and uh, wonder about John the Baptist and the calling that he had upon his life. You know, John stuck to his assignment. He never strayed. Uh, yeah. And he understood his purpose and his calling, even though he were in the wilderness alone. And um, he went and he did the will of the Father. And when I think about our purpose and our calling, I'm talking about we as believers we as believers and followers of Christ, we should all take on that John the Baptist spirit. We should all have that that mindset of John the Baptist and um, preparing the way for the coming of the Lord, making his path straight, you know, um, re preaching repentance and conversion and turning our hearts and our minds back to the Lord. You know, I oftentimes think about that and how when the Lord comes, you, you want to be found doing his work. Amen. You know, you want to be found in right position. Yes. Um, in right standings with the Father. And you want to be found doing what he called and assigned you to do. Yes. So tonight our message is coming from um, the book of Matthews. We want to talk about some instructions that the Lord gave concerning his kingdom and how we are to approach his kingdom and how we are to look at his kingdom and the guidelines and the instruction that he give for us or he laid out for us to follow. And I entitled this message coming after Christ because when we prepare our minds and we set our heart to come after Christ, we have to position ourselves a certain way. I oftentimes tell you, um, Nikki, when, when we come to the come to the Father, there's a certain way that we should conduct ourselves. There's a certain way that we should come to the altar. There's a certain way that we should come to the Lord. You know, we should we should honor him and respect him enough that we can't approach the throne of God looking any kind of way, sounding any kind of way, and acting any kind of way. We should always be in the spirit of the Heavenly Father. Amen. Those you know. that worship him must worship him in spirit Amen. and in truth. Amen. And you know, the Lord looks at that. He looks at the fact how we as believers in him, how we approach him, how we come to him. And what I guess what I'm getting at is, are we sincere when we approach the throne of God? That's the key word. Are we sincere? God sincerity. That's yes. the key word. Mm. Are we just, are we just looking for a handout? Are we approaching him saying, Lord, I need this job. I need this car. I need this. But the Lord is looking at the heart of a man that you know and that's his word when he when he chose David he was he was concerned about the heart of a man and J and David's heart was positioned in the right place but that with that said let's get into our message i want to come from Matthew chapter 16 verse 24 and, and only verse 24 so if you guys would allow me just to read that verse we'll we'll drift off into our message and we'll go from there and Matthew chapter 16, the King James verse, version, verse 24 reads, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. That is so amazing. Let me read that one more time. And Jesus said to his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me. Anytime when we look at scripture and when Jesus speaks, we should always dissect what Jesus is saying and give it much attention to what he's saying. Because when Jesus speaks, he's 
He's so in tune with the Father, and Jesus is so far ahead of, of time, and he's so miraculous. When he speaks, he speaks of the past, the present, and the future. Yes. My God. My God. So anytime that Jesus came forth to deliver his word, he was trying to convince the disciples that, listen, I need you guys to pay attention to what I'm teaching you. I need you guys to pay attention to what I'm trying to tell you at this very moment. And what he's saying that if any man will come after me, and when you pay attention to what he says in the meaning of the word after, Jesus is saying, I'm already laid the foundation. I've already given you the foundation of what and how you should approach the throne of God, or how you should come to the kingdom of God. If any man come after me, that means while Jesus is here, that means after Jesus is gone, and that means when he's come when he comes back again. If any man come after me, he must first deny himself. Deny himself. That means anything that we may thought or come to think or reason within ourselves that we think we know about the kingdom of God, we have to put it aside and become a, and, and come before the Lord as babes, knowing nothing, so that he may teach us the way that we are to serve him, that he may teach us the way that we are to worship him, that we he may teach us the things that we know not of him. And so when when he develops us, when he teaches us, when he show us the way, then we are we are then taught the way of the spirit and not of man. Wow. Why? Because God is a spirit and you just said it. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And also he says we are to take up our cross. We are to take up our cross, the issues of the world, the cares of the world, the problems of the world. We are to take up those things and bring those things to the altar. Take up those things and bring those things to Jesus. Give them to him. And then he will reveal to us that he's bigger than our issues. He's bigger than any problem that we think we may have. Indeed. That he's the problem solver. Amen. That he's the way maker. That he's the, the provider. These why this is the reason that we are to take up our cross. Yes. And and follow him Ooh. because it's a testimony for others to follow as well. Hallelujah. We are we are we're becoming walking testimonies for the kingdom of God. You know, as you talk, mm. I hear this. God paved the way. Jesus paved the way for our future testimony. Amen. I love Amen. that. He Amen. He paved the way for our future testimony. Amen. Gotta love God. Amen. And that's why it's so important that we put aside what we think we know mm. about the Lord. Put aside that and let him teach us what we ought to know. It's a difference in what you think you know and what you ought to know. The Bible says that the, the wisdom of this world is foolish Ooh, yes. to God. The wisdom of this world, you know, mm. that's why you have the Nimrod spirit yes. that's able to accomplish and build so many different things off of their wisdom. But it's not God's wisdom. So that's a whole nother story. Yeah. But just going Ooh, back at that, beautiful. the Nimrod story gives evidence to the word that the wisdom of this world a is foolish, foolish to God. Yeah. God says, I take the foolish things confound of this world to confound the wise. Amen. So we have to put down our knowledge, pick mm. up the wisdom yes. and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Mm. And then we're able to accomplish things for the kingdom the way that God wants us to accomplish things. Amen. 
amen. And the last one I want to give is, is I found it is so amazing. And it says, follow Jesus. Scripture says, follow me, follow me. This means we're to trust him and him alone. Mm. Remember what the word says in John chapter 14, verse six. I am the way, yes. I am the truth, and I am the life. Yes. My God, follow oh. Jesus. Follow him and we cannot go wrong. Man. Follow Jesus and we shall prevail over every situation. Why? Because we're, we're following our helper. We're following our strength. We're following our rock. We're following our savior. My God. God. He will never lead us astray. Amen. Never. I love that. I love Amen. that. One thing I love so much about Matthew mm -hmm. chapter 16, verse 24. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. What I love so much is he gives order, yes. chronological order Amen. of what's required. So I before I can follow I Christ, that. I must take up my cross. Mm. And before I can take up my cross, I must deny myself. Mm. Then and only then, I will be able to come after him. Woo. Past, present, future. Amen. After him. But you know, before we follow Christ, we got to fear Christ. Yes. Because if we don't fear Christ at the first instruction, at the first notification that he gives us, that we oppose and dislike, we'll quickly unfollow him. So this is why fear has to be present first and made before we even make the decision to follow him. You know, Proverbs 9 and 10, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom mm. and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And that's what we need before we can even follow Christ. So that fear has to be made so that we don't disappoint God. And he wants us to continue, continuously follow him. You know, following him is not a one-time thing. Right. It's, a it's a lifestyle. Following Christ is a lifestyle. But let's go back to the point where, you know, we say that it's a choice. Yes. God doesn't beat it over our head and say, I'm going to make you follow me. No, you don't have to follow Christ. Mm -hmm. The thing we love so much and that we should love about Christ so much, he gives us a choice. We love that. So Deuteronomy eleven twenty eight says, see, I'm setting before you today a blessing mm -hmm. and a curse, meaning you have the option. And so there's great blessings and rewards when we choose to follow Christ. But let's go back a little bit to Matthew chapter 16, verse 23. This is when Jesus was talking to Peter and letting them know what was to come for him. His destiny laid waiting for him. He was to be crucified mm -hmm. and ascended to the Father, of course. But let's read uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 23. But he turned and said to Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Mm -hmm. Thou art an offense unto me. For thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those things that be of men. Wow. I want to harp on the point where he said, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me. So what happens is when we choose not to follow Christ, we become an offense unto God. Mm. One version refers to it as a stumbling block unto God. So when we think about it that way, when we don't follow Christ, we don't follow his oracles, we don't follow his commandments, we become an offense 
unto God. You know, he hates offenses because like the other scriptures, the other version says, it's a stumbling block. Mm. It's because you're getting in the way of what God wants to do in you yes. and for you. So you become an offense unto God. So John, John the Baptist had disciples and his disciples went and they asked, is this the Christ or mm -hmm. should we look for another? But look at the response that Jesus gave to his disciples to go back to give to John. Matthew 11 and 6, he said to his disciples, John's disciples, he said, blessed is he that is not offended in me. God hates offenses. Yes. He hates for us to be an offense to ourselves Amen. and he hates anything that causes us to be an offense unto him. So we need to think about that when we don't follow Christ, when we don't follow his ways, when we don't follow his instructions that he's given us, we become offense to God. Yes. And that's one thing we do not want to do because rest assured, when we become offense unto God, there's great reprimand and repercussions for being such a disobedient child. So we just hope that this resonated your spirit yes. today, that you follow Christ in all that ways and yes. know that picking up the cross will never be easy, especially during these times of testing yes. and faith and processing. God is looking at us to see who's going to be faithful. You know, in due season, if we just keep doing what is right, in Amen. due season, we will reap a reward. But God is looking to see how we handle yes. the cross at this time even though there's a pandemic on the earth there's judgment on the earth there's wrath on the earth it does not give us uh the capability or it doesn't give us um the it doesn't give us the right to lay down the cross right. we still have to carry it even during this time it is uncomfortable indeed it is for many and for some they're okay but the cross is never coming off we should still carry that cross even through this time so look up guys look up to the to the heat which cometh your help Amen. and knowing that these times that we're going through the Bible says these are the beginning of sorrows know that life is going to get better along and along as God restores us but rest assured sometimes things get, things get worse before they get better but his word is still going to stand true this is going to be the beginning of sorrows. You know, we're going to see a lot of things happening in the earth realm that we've never seen before. However, we are standing on the word of God and abiding in him, knowing that he is our protection, yes. he is our help, and he is our provider. So he will definitely make ways for us and even in restoration season. So guys, don't give up your cross. Continue to follow Christ. We love you with the love of Christ. And I just feel led to just pray right now we're going to pray everybody out yes. um do you want to pray again or you want me to i can pray that's fine <laughs> okay fine. it doesn't matter guys we pray like my wife would say we pray that you guys put aside everything that is carnal so that your spirit man can nourish your body with what you need and that christ can come in and show you and reveal who he truly is on the inside of you so we pray that everyone, everyone is seeking after Christ and renewing their relationships and still hungry and thirsty after Christ. And, yes. And really pressing in and, and coming after him. And take this time to repent. Yes. Examine yourself as God examines you and just repent and turn back to God Amen. and ask him through this Holy through the Holy Spirit to give it to you if you don't have them. But for God to endow you with the Holy Spirit Amen. to enable us to walk in the ways of Christ, because only through his spirit, we're going to be able to walk the straight and narrow path. Amen. 
So now we come before you guys and we just pray. Let us pray and let's just glorify the Heavenly Father for what he's doing. Precious Lord, as we come before you on one accord, Father, we confess you openly and unashamed. We glorify your holy name and we know that there is no other Savior. Father, as we come after you right now, Lord, we deny ourselves. We take up our cross and we follow after you, Lord. We ask that you come in our lives and you, Father God, change our hearts, change our minds and our spirit, and that you grow us up and mature us in you, Father. And we ask that you bless this message. We ask that you bless the listeners and the call as well. And Father God, we pray for repairing of relationships with you, Lord, that we're coming back to you, Father God, and seeking you like never before, Lord, as we confess you openly and unashamed. We glorify your name. We praise your holy name, and we thank you for this opportunity. Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Feel led to pray for someone that is uh, has feel like this message has resonated with your spirit. We want you to be prepared for the coming of Christ. We know we want you to be blessed. We want you to be healed. We want you to be delivered. But most of all, we want your soul, hallelujah, mm. to go to heaven because Christ is coming. And we don't want anyone to say they did not know, they never heard about Jesus Christ and what is required to obtain eternal life. Well, here we are. Ken told you previously. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. And no man come to the Father but by him. So what we want you to know is this great God, Jesus Christ, that we serve. It doesn't matter what offenses you've done. It doesn't matter how you have all you have been a stumbling block even to yourself through disbelief, through sin, through uh, doubt, through lying, through pride, whatever it may have been. There's only that one sin that is unforgivable, and that's blasphemy to the Holy Ghost. Amen. However, outside of that, he is there waiting with extended open arms to greet you in forgiveness, casting your sins into the sea of forgetfulness. So tonight we just want you to lay all of your problems down at his feet. Lay it down at his feet and let him take it up. Let him take those things off of you that you yourself cannot do. Let him put aside the shame. Let him cut off the defilement. Let him cut off the chastisement, hallelujah, that you had before that brought so much shame and dishonor to your life that you think that you can't come out of. No matter what it is, Jesus Christ can bring you through. So I just want you to pray this prayer, hallelujah, as we welcome you into the, the, the fellowship with the sons and and daughters of Jesus Christ. Just say, Father, Father in, in the us, name of Jesus, I'm a sinful man, I'm a sinful man, or I'm a sinful woman, mm. but I'm tired of doing it my way. I'm tired of doing it my way. So tonight, God, so tonight, God, I lay it at your feet. I lay it at your feet. I give it all to you. I give it all to you. I leave nothing up to myself. I leave nothing up to myself. Show me the way, God. Show me the way. I vow to do it your way. I, vow to do it your I accept you as my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I believe in you, Jesus. This day forward, this day forward. You, have me, you have me, and I want you, and I want you. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' name. It is so. It is so. Amen. Amen. All right, so say that prayer full of repentance in your heart and your spirit, and we welcome you as our brother and sister in Christ. God bless you guys. Know that we love you with the love of Christ. Until next time, you guys stay safe and be blessed.